everybody. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. Yes, we're back to two days a week here at the Sideshow Network. So stoked about that. Not only that, but we have the return of T-Rex. What's up? What's up? Everyone's missed you. I, I get I get every day, I get people, when's T-Rex coming back? When's T-Rex? And that's like my dad. Uh, I'm telling you, <laughs> I get people that har- Joey Greenberg, harass- harassing me, when's T-Rex? Uh, <laughs> I want to thank our sponsors up front. American Icon Autographs. Their website is www.aiase.com. They have the best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events. I went to their warehouse uh, yesterday, actually, in San Diego. I've never seen more autographs, more places. This guy, Sean, uh, he's, he's the best. Uh, they have signings from UFC, WWE, baseball, football, movies. And guess what? They gave me a stack of autographs from celebrities to raffle off. So um, this whole week, I'm, I'm going to be asking, come up with the best joke for me on this person. You can win a Juliana Pena signed thing or Ken Shamrock. This dude is legit. He's, he's, he's a great dude. Uh, go check them out. Uh, their past signings included Mike Tyson, Cheech and Chong, Dan Henderson, Hulk Hogan, Burke Reynolds, Burt Reynolds, Ernie True. Banks, John Wood, and Marcus Allen, and more. So go to AIASE.com. Also, Remove it restoration. Has your business been vandalized by gang members? Have they destroyed your business storefront? Call the professionals at Remove It Restoration. They remove graffiti, restore etched windows, and get your business back to new for a fraction of the cost. Your business image is very important, guys. Don't leave it in the hands of the amateurs. Go to the pros. Call uh, Remove It Restoration at 1-888-424-9697 or go to RemoveItRestoration.com. Trust me, guys. This guy named is Eric. Sponsors a lot of fighters. Roxanne Matafari, he loves fighting. He's a great dude. Also, our newest sponsor, Impact Rap. How many of you guys own or train in a heavy bag? You ever wondered how hard you could punch or you can kick? Well, guess what, guys? The guys over at Impact Rap have you covered. It's an affordable way of making your heavy bag tell you exactly that. They can make your heavy bag smart. Impact Rap fits around your heavy bag and tells you exactly how hard you punch or kick. Uh, so like Frank Mir, uh, last night knocking out Todd Duffy, that would be very hard. Impact Wrap is a canvas wrap, contains a digital display and a bunch of sensors. Fit the wrap around to any straight-sided heavy bag in 30 seconds. Hit it anywhere with your fists, knees, kick it, elbow it, fucking headbutt it if you want. Okay, you want to know how hard you hit? These guys are doing it. Now, the best thing is that you guys at Impact Wrap have made a special offer to MMA Roasted listeners. That's you. If you pre-order the bag... The good guys Impact Wrap will, will give you 70 bucks off. That means you could get your heavy bag smart for only $189. This is great, guys, because if you're hitting the bag and someone's like, well, this is more effective, you're like, no, it's not. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, this solves it, tells you exactly how hard it hit. Now, go to www.impactwrap.com with a W for rap, guys. Not like rap, like, yo. Uh, yeah, impactwrap.com. And uh, you could own this awesome thing. So, there you go. Also, I also want to thank our sponsor, HempCore. Yes, 100% hemp protein. Get them at hempcorestore.com. H-E-M-P-C-O-R-S-T-O-R-E.com. It's a Canadian company that supplies its athletes with 100% organic hemp protein grown on the prairies. It's a great alternative to processed supplements that include a ton of unpronounceable ingredients. No added flavoring, coloring, chemicals. It's gluten-free. It's GMO-free. Go to their website, hempcorestore.com. That's H-E-M-P-C-O-R-S-T-O-R-E.com. Tell them you like the MMA Roasted Podcast. They'll take off. Use the promo code ADAM. You get 15% off. 
Trust me, guys. These guys are great. It could be used in drinks, on food, universal. This is, uh, this is legit. Legit stuff. Also, our newest sponsor, uh, which uh, Bubba Jenkins, who just walked in here, is the ambassador for. It's tipafighter.com. Tip a fighter. This thing is fucking awesome. Listen, guys, we, we all know that fighter pay is a big issue. A lot of guys are underpaid. A lot of guys, you wish you could pay, make more money. Well, now, these guys over at tipafighter.com, that's T-I-P-A-F-I-G-H-T-E-R.com, is going to revolutionize the whole thing. It's not charity. This is 100% about pay for a performance. So you're watching a fight. You like the way a guy, uh, you know, you freaking like the way a, a guy performed. You can then, all of a sudden, go on this website and give him more money. Okay, let's say you win $1,000 on a guy. You're like, hey, you know what? Thanks, buddy. Here's, here's 100 bucks. Here's 20 bucks. We are, it goes directly from the people to the fighter. It's safe, fast, easy to do. Most of the fighters are not paid well enough to call it a profession. Look, you, you, you tip a cab driver. You tip a waiter. You, you tip a girl giving you a lap dance. You well, tip a canoe. You tip a canoe. Now you can tip a fighter. <laughs> Fighters, guys, this thing is legit, Okay. How many times do you wish you had more money? By the time you, you, you get paid, you have to give out your manager money, your lawyer, 15% to this guy, 10% to that guy, whoever else, your trainer. It's not that much money. However, now the fans can help you out and who, fuck, who, who, who doesn't want money? I want money. Fucking tip me. Tip a comedian. All right, so go to tipafighter.com. It's an independent organization, not affiliated with any promotion, uh, agents, or gyms. They have over 60 years of global business experience. They are the right people to work with. They provide additional incentive to fighters at no cost to the promoters, uh, which should translate to more exciting fights. So promoters, get on this, guys. Tipafighter.com. Bubba Jenkins just walked in. He will explain all about it. All right. So welcome to the MMA Roasted Podcast. Now, I just got back from San Diego. I went to the fights last night. That was uh, You watched the fights last night? I didn't get to see the fights last night. Really? Yeah, I missed them. Man. All right. Ty? I, was I got show, recorded. You know. All right. Well, I'll tell you about the fights last night, okay? It was insane. Uh, Todd Duffy got knocked out hard by Frank Mir. Uh, the it kick was, to the dome? No, it was a punch. It right. was a punch. It was a, it was a minute and a half. They both went out fucking slugging. I like Todd Duffy. Uh, he, he's a friend of the show. He came on, but he throws these wide punches that Frank Mir, being 97 years old, he could see him coming, <laughs> right? Because he came in, uh, and he, he knocked him out. Like, he went planking. I mean, that, so someone made a funny oh, meme wow. of Todd Duffy out cold and, and like, Bill Cosby, like, yay, you know, like, <laughs> right. it, 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 was, it was crazy. I, I'm a Todd Duffy fan, but uh, I, I, I talked to him afterwards after the thing. He, he, was, he was not very... Uh, he, he seemed like he was he was under duress, uh, but you know. Was it a typical offense? Would you have sent uh, Frank Mir some money for that knockout? I, I would have. Yes, I, I definitely would have. But the sad part was that I I was there, and I thought Duffy was dead. I, I, I I'm not kidding. The way he fell and landed, I'm like this guy might have might have might have died. And, and then and then you see all these people cheering, and you're like, man, this is fucked up. Like, like what, this I don't know if this guy's getting up. I mean, he right. was he was he planked face first. Hands by the side. Frank Mir came out with, like, someone said he had a dad bod. I mean, it looked like he came out 263. Uh, mm-hmm. he, had, he had a big belly. but It's uh, a lot of weight. It was, it was insane. That, yeah. was, uh, that was one of the fights uh, in San Diego. At first, I had a show Thursday night. I had a show the night before in, in San Diego, uh, which, was, which was fun, actually. Um, yeah, Zach Miller. Zach Miller at the nice. Comedy Palace. Chuck Palumbo was there. Uh, the, he was a wrestler from, oh, yeah. you know Chuck Palumbo. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course he does. Yeah. Sean's a, yeah, Chuck Palumbo came uh, with his his daughter who's smoking hot. I don't want to say anything because he's, you know, Chuck Palumbo's daughter. And, and his wife was hot too, his girlfriend. Uh, that, was, that was pretty awesome. Uh, me and Bubba, by the way, in Vegas, parted up a fucking storm. Uh, every time, night man. we went out to the clubs. Had a good time. You switch podcast uh, places like you do VIP parties. What do you mean? First we were in uh, oh, you know, Fox. another place. Yeah, we were we were in another headquarters. Yes. And you keep switching it up on me. We're at Sideshow now. This is much then, is much better. They they get out the show the day of the show. Okay. They're nice. We're we're not we're not being held hostage and have to wait outside <laughs> for the for the other podcast to get to, to <laughs> going over an hour and a half and then but I saw you fuck at every, themselves because they have higher ratings according to them. I saw so, you at every uh every party that was out there this weekend. Now, now you're married, right? Yeah. I'm now, married. now you're married, uh you're in Vegas, there's women everywhere. Yeah. Uh, now, does your wife ever get jealous or um you know she 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 trusts me you know she knows she white girl I'm, black girl she's a mixed mixed yeah so mixed what mixed with white and black oh okay so right down the middle nice nice you know, i get the best of both worlds that's for sure it's so funny because bubba is such an unassuming guy he's like a nice guy so he i would i would i'm trying to talk to these fighters and i'm like i'm like hey guys this is you know this is this is Bubba Jenkins. And people at first are like, hey, what's up? I go, this is Bubba. They're like, Bubba Jenkins? Holy <laughs> shit. I'm a huge fan. Oh, my God. It's, it's funny the way these guys. It like, was cool, man, to get some love this weekend from you know these UFC fighters and all the guys that I know from a distance or I know from Instagram, I know from TV, but to actually meet them and, and them to actually you know show me love or, or become a little bit sh- starstruck, it was pretty cool. You know? Now, T-Rex, do you know about Bubba Jenkins at all? He's the highlight kid, son. He's- That's your nickname, the highlight kid? Yes, yeah, son. Wow. Yes, yeah, son. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Christ, I, I had no kid. idea. The highlight kid. Now, now you uh, did you go to UFC 189? No, I didn't go to any of them. Um, I kind of just wanted to watch it and, and get a get a feel for it on the outside looking in, so I can you know kind of. Now you fight at 145, right? 145. So you're Conor McGregor's weight class. Yeah. Now, how do you see yourself against Conor McGregor? I feel like uh, uh, let's go ahead and, and get it out there. I feel like if I would have taken him down as often as. Um, Chad took him down. He he may not have gotten up so easy or so so freely or so excited to be on his feet. Um, you know, he probably would have been dazed a little bit more. But I do agree that if um, if Mendez had a full camp, it, I think it would have been Mendez's fight because you know with a full camp he could do that for five rounds over and over and over. Yeah, he took that that fight on what, two two weeks notice. Two weeks notice. That's ridiculous. He was in hunting shape. <laughs> yeah. uh, he, he was he was going he literally was like going on hunting trips like two weeks before like getting you know, but. Uh, now, now Frankie Edgar is finally stepping up on Twitter. He goes, uh, he said he could take the left hook of all of Ireland. Uh, <laughs> he said that yesterday on on, on, on Twitter. He, he said he would love to fuck up Conor McGregor. I, I, I think Frankie takes Conor all day. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's like, like we've talked about this a million times before about him being the real life Rocky. Yeah. And being able to, like, he'll be able to take it to Conor, I believe. He's so how, probably. So how have you been, have you been for hard. the past two months, by the way? I've been good, man. I'm, I'm tired right now. I just, I'm driving back from that show last night. But, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I've been good, man, just doing shows and um, playing on two hockey teams now. Now, this is what I heard about. This is this, this like really funny. You're playing two hockey teams? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Are you, are you trying to go back into the NHL or something? Or no. What? <laughs> Those days are over. Nice. <laughs> so here's what happened. So yeah. I did that, that, that gig over in Seychelles Island, right? Okay, yeah. Now, they, they, they flew me over. There was a Saudi prince in the back, 50 women. Right. Right? And they, so I get there, and they tell us, don't talk to the prince. Right. Okay? I go, why? Well, they go, the last comedian that was here, 
his name was T-Rex, no, that got on stage happen. and go, which one's the prince? That's Who's not true. Prince? That's, a, that's, a, that's an absolute goddamn that didn't lie. Happen. That's a fucking lie, oh. and I will say it right here. I don't oh, know okay. who said that. It's a fucking lie because they told us beforehand. We had dinner, and they were like, you cannot mention the prince. Don't talk to him. <laughs> don't even fucking say the word prince on stage. I didn't say any of that shit. Okay. I didn't say any. I, I, I heard you. I didn't even know who he was. You didn't say I heard one of you guys the prince? No. Because I was laughing hard. I, I, I'm fucking smarter than that. <laughs> I was laughing hard when I heard that. <laughs> no, that, that's a fucking lie. Because uh, I told 10 people that story. No, because what's his name? Yorsi's the one that booked me. Yeah, yeah. And Yorsi called me like a week later and said, yeah, they fucking loved you and they love Vanessa uh, too, but they're having Vanessa back because the prince has a crush on her. Who's Vanessa? Vanessa Fraction. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, All right. But, so you didn't he, say which one's the prince? No. That's a funny story, though. Yeah, but it's a lie. <laughs> you got to keep that. <laughs> they, they were probably just trying to say that because they said the same thing to me. Um, Yorsi said the same thing to me about another comedian who went oh. over there that he got in trouble too. So they're probably just trying to scare you out of saying something oh, okay. to Prince by making the I was laughing when I heard that you said that. fucking lie. All right. So, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Now, uh, so, but you've been good? Yeah, I've been great, man. Can't, you, can't you've, complain. Like, you've, you've been missed on the podcast. I've been missing the podcast too. Yes. Now, I was, like, as I was saying, people asking me what's going on with Jake and Marina. Uh, obviously, I was at both their fights uh, where they both lost. That was fucking brutal. Um, I spoke to Marina. We're going hiking. Uh, we're going hiking Str- this weekend. Strictly as friends, though, right? It was what happened. I go, hey, Marina, you want to be on the next roasted video? She's like, I'm, I'm going to be in Albany. She's like, you want to? Ha- she was we can hang out this weekend, though. I go, really? I was excited. <laughs> <'Cause she's> like, <laughs> and then she goes, yes, as friends. I was like, thanks for <laughs> clarifying that. I appreciate that. <laughs> I was like, want to go hiking? She's like, sure. So I will be behind her, staring at her ass uh, the entire mountain. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I, maybe I will do that. Uh, so <laughs> you're not joking. You're not joking. <laughs> and I spoke to Jake. He says he's cool too. Uh, he, I mean, that I, dude he fought was a stud, bro. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, I obviously going into the fight, I had Jake hands down, no question about it. But after reading the resume of that guy and you know, kind of getting a little bit of understanding of his sick striking ability, um, he was tough, and he was he was tough to I guess to stay in front of as far as Jake's. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I've been saying this to Jake for a while. I, I really think he needs like a camp, camp. You know, he's been doing his own makeshift camp of mental coach, this coach, that wrestling here. You know, going to black, going to black house for jujitsu and boxing at the, at Edmond, and then going to this mental guy. I, I feel like he, he would be best served at a Black Zillions, at a American Top Team, at a AKA, at a Jackson Winkle shop, a one stop shop. Right, uh, and I think most fighters, some guys can make that work. That like, you know, here, there, about. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like you know, rain closing was not a good thing for him. And uh, you know, I, I think he needs better game planning. I mean, you're going up against a guy who's, you know, 117 and 0 in kickboxing, one million two hundred sixty-three thousand and 0 in kickboxing. <laughs> I mean, the, I mean, if I was him. And first, if I was him, I would have got knocked out on the way to the uh, octagon. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't have even. I would never. I mean. I'm not a coach, obviously. Like I, I said that before, but if I were him, I would do the old Randy Couture, take grind down. up against the cage, dirty boxing takedowns. You know mm-hmm. that seems to be how the best way to deal with but that. But in hindsight, we can say that. But I don't know what it was—an overhand right or a right hook had Thompson. Yeah, he dropped him. He dropped, he dropped him. him. I mean, I mean, both of his legs broke. It looked like he just. Slumped down and did a breakdown, and then he like woke up like a zombie, kind of. <laughs> Jake has that; he always has that power, you know, yeah. and that power that he he has that right hand that took out Nate Marquardt. He yeah. has that right hand, you know. He's got that power, 
you know, Absolutely. but you know, it, but I don't know, man. I mean, whatever. But hindsight's twenty twenty. Take downs, you know. Take downs and bang him up. Yeah, you know, he's a wrestler. Yeah, that's what I think. That's what. By the way, your last fight. So I, I was worried about you too, Baba Jenkins, because uh, your last fight. I watched it last night. I didn't get to see it because uh, it was on at like three in the morning or something uh, live. Uh, but your last fight, you know, uh, you're, they said, okay, Bubba's really wants to demonstrate his stand up. Yeah, I gotta you, get com- more comfortable out there. Now you go out there. Your stand up is looking good. For you, really good, right, right, really right. sharp. Right, right, right. Got but, guy on his bike. He put on his running shoes. He, yes, he, 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 <laughs> he stayed away from the highlight kid, which I was trying to get him to get into that hand conversation. But now you had him. But then eventually you're like, fuck this. Took him down and pounded the shit out of him. Right, because I had gotten to a point where it's like, all right, I'm comfortable. I did try to speak the language of a striker for, <laughs> for the beginning of the first round. I would say halfway through the first round. Yeah, I was, you know, trying to talk to talk. You know, I said I was going to do A, B, and C in my interview. So now I'm at A and B, and he's just not getting us to C as far as the striking goes. I like to be exciting. I like I like to put on for the fans. So. I decided that after a couple, you know, couple attempts to get a striking engagement going, he ran, he ran, he ran, and I was like, all right, let me throw something in there and, and get to his ass. Yeah, you did. You finally just took him down, and I was happy to see that because, like, to me, there's nothing worse than seeing these guys, a guy who's a national champion wrestler, go. I want to prove my boxing ability, mm-hmm. you know. But but you did. You mm-hmm. you, you got out of the way. You got to mix it up. I, I mixed mix it up. up. That's you what did. I did. You I mixed did. it up. And it was a great fight. And who do you want to fight next? Uh, man, I want to fight whoever uh, Bellator has out there for me, you know. Uh, I'm an exciting fighter. I like to see an exciting fight. You know, people want to see me step up in competition. Um, so I don't have a problem with that. I know this guy, um, this dude named Jordan Parsons, he's been out there running his mouth a little bit. Uh, he, he's, gone, he's gone on to my Instagram and, and my Twitter and, and just talking a little trash. What is he saying about you? Uh, he, he's saying, which is absolutely insane and ridiculous, that I wouldn't be able to take him down, whether we were fighting or whether we is were he a wrestler. wrestler? I don't know what he is, but I, I mean, he ain't no Jordan Burroughs. Yeah. <laughs> you take down Jordan Burroughs? I did take down Jordan Burroughs. But when was this? This was when we were in college. I beat, wow. I beat Jordan Arizona State. You beat Jordan Burroughs in college? Yeah. I didn't know that. I haven't lost it. You went to Arizona State, know. right? I went to Penn State, and then I went to Arizona no, State. No, no. Oh, yeah. He went to Penn State, got kicked off the team for fucking all the coaches' wives. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> Is that true? That's a fucking lie. <laughs> That's a fucking lie. That's not true. <laughs> yeah. no, no, but he did get kicked off the team, and then went to ASU, and beat Penn State in the finals. That's awesome. Pinned them in the first yeah. period. That's and then awesome. looked at them and goes, what, motherfucker? I'm Bubba Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what my celebration was like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for the most part, that's exactly what it was. That was awesome. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, but no, he said I can't take him down whether we were fighting or wrestling. And, you know, I think I think that's a crazy thing to say, being that, you know, you're I've never heard of you, never seen you. I think he's like 11-1, 10-1. But, you know, I'm trying to get on TV and bust his ass real quick. So Jordan Parsons he, is who you, you say, okay, cool. He ran yeah. in his mouth. I, I, you know, it's one thing to put my name on your table and say, okay, yeah, I'll fight you. But it's another thing to say, you know, no one's talking about me, no one's doing anything about me, and you just come out of nowhere, come out your ass and be like, oh, yeah, I'll fight Bubba Jenkins. I'm not, I don't even got the belt. Why are you even... Why you even over here in my cookies? You know, I ain't got the belt. I ain't got nothing to do with you. I've never even heard of you. And now all of a sudden, Pretty Boy MMA wants to fight Bubba J. It's like, you know, you call me out. It's one thing. But to accept the fight, it's okay. You know, we all got to do that. We all got to step up. You but, heard it here, Jordan. Get the fuck out of Bubba's cookies. Yeah. <laughs> my cookie jar, dog. I'll bust your ass with that, cu- with that cup itself. <laughs> now, uh, now uh, a couple other things. So 
the big news now is Fedor announced he's coming back to MMA. Uh, uh, people don't know. Is he running out of money? Or I mean, running out of rubies. Fedor, is it rubies, right? Uh, Russian money? He getting paid. A legend like that, he getting paid. No worries. Now, people don't know if he's going to go to the UFC, if he's, he's going to go to Bellator. People think Bellator, him and Scott Coker have a relationship from Strikeforce. Uh, another thing, now he posted a picture of Kimbo losing to Gannon on his, on his Facebook. So people are saying they might make Kimbo versus Fedor on Bellator. Uh, they might make it Tito Ortiz versus Fedor if Tito uh, somehow uh, gets past um, Liam. Liam, which I don't think he's going to do. Yeah, he's not going to get past Liam. Now, would you watch Tito versus Fedor? I would watch Fedor oh, versus yeah, Kimbo. I'd watch Fedor Damn. versus anybody. But is this a good idea? I mean, not for Tito. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, what about for for Kimbo versus Fedor? Yeah, I think that uh, I think Fedor would fight Kimbo up too. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. He's got way more tools. If right? you're but, if you're a fight fan, like a strategic, like I want to see the fight fan kind of thing, then you know it's probably not the best fight for you. But if you are trying to see that fantasy matchup, that that UFC game where you're like, all right, this guy's out of his prime and that guy's out of his prime, but I'm still trying to see them knuck and knuck. It's it's a good fight to watch. Knock and knock is called. Yeah, that's what I would call. It. I call. It, I, I, I got my own lingo over here. I'm speaking my own language. When y'all start playing chess, I start playing cards. Let's switch the game up. All right. I mean, look. The bottom line is, you know, a part of me is like does not want to. Like, obviously, Fedor is the greatest heavyweight of all time. Some people say he's the greatest fighter of all time. Uh, of course, I want to watch a guy like that. However. You know, yeah, he did win his last three fights against Jeff Monson, against uh, Pedro Hizzo, against someone else. You know, after losing three in a row, but do I want to see someone have Fedor on their resume? Because, like, is this really beating a prime Fedor? What's the point of this? Is this? I mean, is he just bored? Is he just missed that competitive spirit? It's got to be what adulation? Yeah, I would watch it. Sure, why yeah, not? It's for it's for our viewing eyes. It's, it's, it's for someone to get on Tip a Fighter and be like, you know what? I want to tip these guys. <laughs> yeah, I want to give these guys some Here's money a tip, for retire the, for good. Yeah, or, I mean, or that too. For, I mean, for your legendary success, thank you for coming out. Here's your goodbye pension. <laughs> I mean, some people are saying he might fight Bobby Lashley. That that would be a, the fight to oh, make. Wow. Oh my god! Be, because I guess the UFC also might want to because they're trying to get into Russia. So that's a good way to get into Russia. Uh, and now people are saying Frank Mir versus Fedor. Who, you know, who wins that fight? Frank. I mean, yeah, I think that would be a damn good fight, actually. Yeah. Dad bod Mir versus. versus <laughs> granddad bod? Granddad mod Fedor. Yeah. So, yes, that's the, that's the thing. By the way, I'm, I'm going to uh, talk about some of the rest of the fights yesterday. Holly Holm, by the way, fought last night. And uh, I was there. You know. Holly Holm. Did she win? She won. Okay. She had a lot of hype behind her. She uh, did. I mean, she had everyone. I think people, you know, they heard that she was a world champ, eight-time world champ boxer, but they didn't. They didn't really realize that she's basically the Pauli Malignaggi type of boxer. Like she has like eight knockouts in forty fights or something, or thirty-five fights. Uh-huh. She's kind of a jab, you know, cutting off the thing. She's not a real yeah. exciting fighter. She gets the job done, and that's the way that she's winning her MMA fights. She's basically kicking. Punching, not getting hit, not people are booing, they're angry, but she's winning. And I was thinking, like, oh man, first I thought this girl has no chance against Ronda Rousey. She's gonna get obliterated. Then I was thinking, you know what, this might be the only chance against Ronda Rousey is that girl who's just gonna stay on the outside, not clinch, and win a point fight kickboxing match 
against Ronda Rousey. That's the only chance that anyone has. Well, there's different strokes for different folks. Some people want to see you get in there and, and get your brain knocked out, you know, and, and some fighters want to do that and be obliged to, to entertain you that way. And there's some fighters, you know, I talked to Mike Tyson. I, I, t- I talked to him. He was drunk. And I talked to him for an hour and a half, and about 55 minutes of it was slurring. But the five <laughs> minutes that I got from him that was amazing at, as a bucket list listening thing as a fighter was that the tough guys in the sport, they either lose early or they're going to lose late as far as like having mental problems. It's the smart guys and the intelligent fighters that have the longevity and, and, and get, the, get the wins. Now, maybe that might not be what you want as a fan or something like that, but if you're smart in there, not the objective is to hit and not get hit. Everyone forgets the, the main purpose of the sport is to get hit, is to hit and not get hit, but also it is to entertain the fan. So if, you're, if, if I would have saw the fight, which I didn't, but if I would have saw the fight, I would have I loved to see someone bang, 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 you know, bang in there a little bit, and then get out hit a hit hit a hit and then get out you know so i like to see that mosquito style of fighting where you stick them and you move you stick them and you yeah. move. but you know the fans like to see people get knocked crazy. I, yeah i don't mind it either honestly i don't mind and i think there's a place for it and, and if i was coaching i would styles. love it if it was my right. teammate i would love it but people were people were booing they're like yeah people did not want to see this but she beat a good girl i mean she didn't beat she beat marilyn uh, marianne renault who who had beaten jessica andrade I mean, she beat a good girl, mm-hmm. uh, and she looked good to it. But she, I mean, she looked did she look good for her? She didn't get a scratch on her. Right. Um, so uh, Kevin Casey won. I don't know if you know Kevin Casey. Yeah, I know him from the uh, Tough Seventeen show when I was coaching for Bones. Yeah, Kevin Casey won. He may be the worst rapper in MMA. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! No comment. He oh makes my god! Like Jay Z. Just so you know. Man, I saw when we were back in Vegas doing the show. I saw a video of his. Like he's out in the sand, yeah, jumping over Pratt. fire. <laughs> it's because no retreat, no surrender. And they're all rapping. Oh, and then Spencer Pratt's there. I guess that's his boy. But there's like eight black dudes at Spencer Pratt. So like you think it's like a joke. Like, but it's not really a joke. No, they were serious. They were <laughs> They were serious. Wow. That makes it even serious. more sad. Uh, yeah. Kevin. So Kevin Casey won. Uh, Sam Cecilia won. I was happy for him because uh, – He's part of my favorite, one of my favorite teams, uh, Juliana Pena, Michael Chiesa, Sam Cecilia, American Bong Team, I call them. A bunch <laughs> of fucking stoners from, uh, from Seattle. Right. So uh, I was happy to see that. Uh, and Manny Gambarian uh, beat Scott Jorgensen. Um, you know, Jorgensen, I just feel like he, he's a tough guy. That's the he's Boise a, kid? Boise kid. Yeah. Good fighter. I just feel like in some ways he may have peaked too early. Some you know, also. he may have just like, the same with Josh Thompson. That was the fight of the night. Josh Thompson, Tony Ferguson was a fucking war. Tony Ferguson uh, had Thompson out. Like, like most guys would not. He hit he him with an elbow that you could. Everyone was like, whoa. And Thompson somehow recovered. A gushing blood. This dude, Thompson. The punk. Is su- the punk is a fucking beast. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, he has so much heart. But Tony Ferguson is now 9 1 in the UFC. He's right there. I mean, he, he's got it all. He's got the wrestling, jiu-jitsu, boxing. And uh, our boy Alan won. Alan Jubon oh, won. Jubon, did he? And not only that, he did a – he pulled – remember he came on the podcast? I don't know if you were there. He said his goal was to pull off a, um, a cartwheel kick in the octagon. Right. He did it. Really? He hit a fucking cartwheel kick. Tip him. 
tip him, and it was right in front of Dana White, and he was saying that like Dana White didn't know who he was, and like and like he didn't know that Dana actually knew him. Dana knows who he is now because Alan Dubon, and there's a guy that I wrestled with seven years ago at Legends, and he had zero wrestling, zero. And when I say zero, he had zero wrestling. And I was like, I was, I was like head and arming him, like, right. like shoot a half, what's a half? Yeah, he. And now to see him win three out of four in the UFC seven years later is so fucking inspirational. And he's right. such a nice guy, and he's got a hot Asian wife and two kids. Like, <laughs> dude is the fucking. He's the truth, man. I was, I was really happy for him. Yeah. I, I was super happy. By the way, my, uh, so I, I go to Arizona. I go to San Diego for two days to do the show. I got my own hotel room to stay for the fights. So I was excited. My fucking. My, I have a lady who cleans my house. It cleans the apartment. I give, every two weeks, I give her, you know, a hundred bucks. She's a Latino woman, nice, you know. But how she looked though? Uh, she does not look. She looks like Schwarzenegger's maid that he impregnated, <laughs> right? So, but this woman, she does the dumbest shit. Like one time, she locked my cats in the closet, and I was like, "Look, you can't close the closet because the cats like they hide in there when you're there, and now they can't." This time, she fucking so my my kitty litter is outside on the terrace, right? She closes the terrace. So the cats can't pee or shit for two days <laughs> out on the kitty litter. So they fucking pee all over my mattress. Oh, like, oh my God. Yeah, and now what do I do? Do I fucking do I have to get rid of the whole fucking mattress? Turn it over. <laughs> I, I tried it. It said don't turn over. It said do not turn over. It's one of those mattresses only one-sided. Right. So fucking It's got pissed. a pillow top. It's yeah. Like, yeah, it's like going to be like 500 bucks now. Uh, this fucking woman. You, you make her pay for it. Yeah, right. Right is right. Yeah, she's not going to pay for it. There's no, no fucking way. I just have her come for the next, you know. She's got to clean long. it. She's got to clean it to the best of her ability. I know she know how to get some cat Dude, piss. You cannot get cat piss out of a mattress. That thing is going to stink to high heaven forever. It is, right? Yeah, yeah. you're screwed. Ah, fuck, man. Anyway, listen, before we go to our, our, our first guest, uh, Kevin Lee, <laughs> the fucking Motown phenom, I want to thank our sponsors, uh, tipafighter.com guys this is revolutionary uh, Bubba Jenkins is the brand ambassador for this thing you could tip a, go to tipafighter.com T-I-P-A-F-I-G-H-T-E-R you, you didn't bring that swag for us man you can now I, tip I, well, a fighter I didn't know you were going to be here a lot <laughs> whenever they say that he's going to do a show with someone it's usually me and him and then he's on the phone so right. I didn't know you were going to be here in present but right. you know I got some swag for you for you next time tip it's a fighter there, guys you know. this is a whole new thing guys. how <laughs> fucking cool is this you it's can actually cool. tip a fighter if a guy wins you a thousand bucks he deserves $20 you know Absolutely. 50 bucks and or fighters. if a guy's fighting in the title fight and he's like yo the highest tipper gets my glove you don't gotta bet on eBay you don't gotta do nothing crazy you just go to tipafighter.com tip him what you think will win you the gloves and and maybe he'll send them to you. Maybe he'll give you the shorts. The second place person gets the shorts. We put we put money in the fighters' pockets, man. We're trying to do something for for the fighters that aren't getting paid, and even the ones that are. You know, it's still for the fighters by the fighter. That's fucking awesome. Also, impactrap.com. You want to know how hard you hit the heavy bag? Huh? Go to impactrap.com. Sensors around the heavy bag tells you exactly how hard you hit. That's I-M-P-A-C-T-W-R-A-P.com. They should have it on my condoms. I can see how fucking hard I hit. I know how hard I hit my heavy bag because she tells me every time I hit her. <laughs> that's, that's, that's great. That's way to help the also, also, hempcore.com, the ultimate hemp protein. 100% pure hemp protein made by Canadians on the prairies. No GMOs. They sponsor Jordan Mean. Chabra. And other fighters. Also, American Icon Autographs. www.aiase.com. Sports and celebrity memorabilia and events. 
as well as remove it restoration, have gang members vandalized your place. Happens all the time. I walk down the street. I see all these stores fucking tagged up, and I'm like, I'm not going in there. I don't, you know. But I can tell you what, if it's if it's if it's out of there, I'm going in there. So uh, go to removeitrestoration.com. So we got some good fights this weekend. Uh, Michael Bisbing is taking on Talis Latas, UFC Scotland. Michael Bisbing. Who do you like in that fight? I got Bisbing. Yeah. Cali kid. I mean, not really a Cali guy. But Cali he, kid. He t- I mean, he's out here in Cali. Yeah. I, I see him around often. So. Have you trained with him? No, I haven't. I, I've tr- I was training at the same time that he was training. We never, like, got together. And I think he got um, I think he got hit with a elbow or something. Yeah. And this dude snapped. Like, I think it was a couple weeks before a fight. And he got split. And we were working out in, like, this all-white gym. So there's white everywhere. And he got split. And it was, you know, obviously it became red then. And when he saw his own blood on the white mat, I mean, this dude lost it. And this is the first time I've ever seeing him, meeting him. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know who hit him, and I don't know what happened, how he hit him. I don't know if it was a straight punch or if it was something bad, but this dude lost it, grabbed his gear. Him and, like, six other people left the gym. I mean, it was it was pretty dramatic. I mean, why is a guy elbowing you in the face before your fight, right? That's... Bisping was in Basically, the right? what was his question, yeah. <laughs> you know, knowing that he, he was real close to a fight. They had to rush to the hospital. Who was it? Come on, tell us who it was. I don't, I don't remember, man. I really don't. They were a being a player hater. Yeah, <laughs> there was a couple people in the gym, and once he, once he got rocked, it was it, the, the mood changed, so to speak. So, I'd be oh, pissed too. I mean, yeah, absolutely. You guys fighting you're for a, with my money? Don't yeah. Now, who are you training with now? Currently, I'm, um, I'm at Body Shop with Antonio McKee. Oh, nice. Uh, little oh, AJ nice. McKee's my, my training partner. He's tough. He's, he's got a Bellator fight coming up, actually, at, in, in August. Oh, he's back? Yeah. He went to World Series well, no, for no, a no, while. Not, not, um, not Antonio. His the son. son. Oh, his, his son. son. Right. His son, AJ, is, is, is training. He's my training partner. Antonio had, had, like, I think he's one of the most underrated fighters. Man. Antonio. He's a guy that, like, his career was always better than it, than it should have been. He was always a better fighter than his career. He had bad luck, bad management. Yep. You know, uh, yep. he, and he got cut after one fight or something. After yeah. one or a lot loss. of people didn't like the fact that he would drag you down and drown you and just keep you on the mat. You know, he's amazing control. I have a hard time. And I can get up from everybody and anybody. I have a hard time getting back to my feet after he takes me down. You know, so or after we're working on the ground, ah. he's extremely hard to get up from. And I mean, and he knows the game. You know, like you said, he's had this and he's had that, and he's he's been through a long road of, you know, ups and downs. And he knows the game. He's 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 my mentor slash manager slash you know the guy I look to when I have a little bit of confusion or a little bit of turmoil. He's, Is he from Canada? No, he, he fought a lot in Canada, though, right? Yeah, he fought a lot there. But he's from Long Beach, man. He's from Long L- Beach. LBC, shout out to LBC. For some reason, like Bobby Lashley, I don't like. Consi- I know he's a he's he's good at fighting, but he's not a good fighter. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> he's 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 not a real fight. He's a fighter. He does it because he's good at it, but he doesn't seem to have that killer. Like he doesn't seem to really want to be in there. Every time I watch him fight, it's like he's just getting the job done. Versus like the there's a the passion missing. He looks the part. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't seem to go out there and right. Is there something? That's- no, there, there's a little bit of uh, tenacity missing. You know yeah. that little that shark that blood in the water is 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 missing. But um, 
man, he gets the job done. And I guess, like me, I, right now, I'm kind of quiet as far as like my career is going. I, I'm not going crazy after the fights. I'm not talking a lot of trash because I'm still learning. I'm still not a hundred percent sure of myself. But so I can, you can say like people who knew me in college to people who see me now are like, oh, there's a, there's a piece missing. But once I become more sure of myself, I start talking a little bit, talking a little bit more, and and start having. Have, some have like you been humbled a little bit? You think? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Is that hard for you like like i know that like that georgie georgie fight uh-huh. i was pulling for you right and right. I, as soon as you kept going for that i'm like this dude is so stubborn he's yeah. gonna keep going for that double right. leg which heart, is heart of a lion I, I won't tap on a choke and so. my my first day in in, in, in jiu-jitsu class my like you just train you do that double leg 10 million times yeah. it's just your your neck is out there yep. your neck is out there yeah you definitely get humbled especially on on paths that you haven't been down like when you know the road around the corner you walk it you strut it you know what's going on you skip with it but when they tell you to go down this alley that you don't really know where the uh, the loopholes are or the the people are hanging out at as far as you know can catch you and things you start walking that road a little bit more cautiously so that's how it's been for me in MMA and I don't I don't know if that's the way it is for, for Lashley but you know if there's a p- piece missing the other side to it could be that he's just Getting to where he's sure of himself because he's two different characters. But he's thirty eight years old. I mean, he's got he's got to hurry up. Uh, he's got to hurry up, but he's still winning. He see he's winning. He's, he's winning most winning. of his fights. The, he, he he lost to James. All they Thompson. want you to do in America is win, baby. That's I win. agree. I'm I'm with you. I'm totally with you. Win now. Uh, now also, uh, uh, Ross Pearson's fighting Evan Dunham. Should be a good fight this week. UFC Scotland. Uh, I have Ross Pearson winning that fight. Dunham speed kills. Uh, speed kills. Always. Um, and I, I heard just, it here first. Uh, I just, <laughs> Dunham's last last three out of four. Something's missing there as well. Uh, Joe Duffy's fighting. Joe Duffy was the last guy Duffy's to brother? beat. No, he's the last guy. To, <laughs> the last guy to beat Conor McGregor. Joe Duffy and oh, beat yeah. him in, in impressive fashion. The guy was a pro boxer. That was in a pub though in Dublin, right? Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, that's it. And Bellator. Uh, we got some good fights this week. Oh, yeah. uh, my Douglas. boy Lima is going to get the job done. I'm, I'm a big fan of Douglas. Uh, you know, I'm talking to him about a little bit of fighter stuff because he got that knockout power. He's got a lot of fans, you know, and, and I, I like his style. I like watching him fight. I think he's going to get the job done. So you think he beats this guy, Audrey Koreshkov? Yeah. Now, who is this guy, Audrey Koreshkov? you know anything about uh, him? A dude from Russia. I remember I was training with him one time. I was getting ready for a fight. Um, I took him down. I took his back, and he stands up. And this is like you said: who who elbows before? You know, who elbows in training really, unless you have pads on? Um, and who elbow? I, I took his back. I started choking him, and he stands up. And I'm like two weeks out from a fight, and he just starts raining down elbows on my thighs that I have, you know, legs in, and both sides just raining down elbows. And I, I'm obviously not gonna let his ass go because he was a good stand up at the time. And for me to get where I was on top of him. Taking him down, I was not going to relinquish. I'm not going to relinquish that situation. So I'm sitting here steady, trying to choke him. But I mean, just raining elbows down. You know, round ends. Practice over. I I wake up the next morning and I'm black, and my thighs were much blacker than they were (laughs) the day before. Wow! And and it made me a little bit angry. You you were like you were like Acon black. Yeah, I was Acon black on on my thigh area, and I was I was not I was not happy with the style of that type of practice. Oh yeah, you know, but. You know he he's a tough guy. He's he's cool. I mean, as far as you know, a person goes, he's cool. I wouldn't I wouldn't you know go fishing with the dude because we ain't gonna talk about much. But <laughs> you know, for the most part, he's a cool dude. But I think I think I think Lima gets him. But you know, the funny thing about it, both these guys lost to Ben Askren, 
which is uh, they both have one loss to Ben Askren, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, well, Askren's a beast, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all gonna learn. Y'all gonna learn. Everybody <laughs> talks trash y'all on gonna Askren. Learn today. Y'all gonna learn. Askren is a four-time NCAA finalist. Okay, enough said. He's a four-time NCAA. How do you think he would do finalist. in the UFC against the top five guys? I think he. I I think he's got the heart of a champion. You think he beats Roy McDonald? I say if he gets, I mean, he's got to do it three. He's got to do it five rounds or three times over. But if he gets a takedown, that's the end of that round. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, if Askren gets a takedown within the first ten seconds, then Rory McDonald will be spending the next four minutes and fifty seconds trying. You think he to beats Robbie Lawler? Uh, no, I don't because coming in on his way in for a takedown, Robbie bringing that thunder. Yeah, Robbie, <laughs> Robbie got them sledges in his arms, but. If he get, if he takes him down, then like I said, I, as long as he doesn't get hit, and I don't, and I know he's got a chin. Askren's got a chin. He's got he's tough. He's got that heart of a champion, and he's a, he's a wrestler. So you know, with that being said, he gets takedown. It's not like a, these other guys who get takedowns and you can work back to your feet. He's right. going to get another takedown when he gets to takedown. That is the end of that interchange. Do, do you miss ASU pussy? <laughs> no man, I'm happy at home right Come now. Come on, good happy. answer, no, good answer. No, but back in the day, Bubba, you were when you were. I had a great time at ASU. You man. and Anthony Robles were fucking, you know, going around, and he was using we're, his we're, like, we're second different, limb. We're different people, you know. Me and Anthony Robles, we're different people. I mean, we're cut from the same cloth as far as far as you know, getting it done and, and being champions. But we're different people. He's a little bit more quiet, a little bit more humble. You know, he he probably likes to go to dinner and stuff like that with his girl. I, you know, when He's I was straight to railing. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in college, I I wasn't a date type of person. You know, right. you didn't date me in college. We had dates. How many? How many? AS- we had dates and times, but right. we didn't. How many we didn't ASU chicks did you bang back in the day? Man, enough. Fifty? Uh, nah. Twenty? Nah, nah. There's there's people out there that will hear this interview that will look at me differently. <laughs> so I'm just gonna say no comment, non disclosure. I plead the fifth. Uh, the fifth. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three, four, fifth. Now, does your does your wife ever ask you like how much pussy you got in college? No, I I think because she she knows that she went to Oregon State, so she knows of athletes that were popular athletes yeah. who who used to do their thing. So I think it's a no national tell question kind of thing. You right. know, I, she you doesn't know. want to know. I don't, and I don't want to know her exploits if there are any. You know, <laughs> I, for me, she's a virgin. Right. She's never been with anyone else. She's ne- she's never had ex boyfriends. You know, to me, you, do you guys ever mix it up and do do anal or no? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> she, like I said, I'm black. She black. I don't think that's a slide. We go down. I don't think. I don't think that's a. I don't think that's a color. What you're thing, saying? You black know? people don't do anal. I'm saying that a lot of black people don't do anal. I'm saying a lot of us don't. I ain't gonna say all of us. I ain't gonna speak for all brethren out there. But I'm Todd, a- you and your wife. No, I, I don't do that. With really? Yeah. Never once? Not once have I done that. Oh, with you really? Your I mean, wife? You might as well be. Wife, no. you, you might as well be. Because the gonna vagina's use the so term. good, there's no reason to I'm go gonna down use that the road. Term. You might as well be homosexual. I'm going to be politically correct. You, you might as well be homosexual if you're going to go anal because there's a perfectly made part of the body that, you know, is. Yeah, but is some what chicks like. Look, I, I'm, I'm more of a vagina guy. I, I, I don't go for the anal. But if a chick wants it, who am I to say no? 
you know? Right. My wife is never like, I'm black. <laughs> really? Never? <laughs> she never asked me. Oh, you're black, so you're too I'm big? Black. You're no, saying? No, you're uh, able to sit? I'm just saying, who am I to not, <laughs> at, to, to not give it to her? I am black. Who am I? I'm black. But, oh, but right. if your wife asked you, listen, Bubba. Nope. No, you would say no? No. Really? No. Yeah. Happy life, happy wife, but that's one we're just going to have an argument on. We're just going to have an argument. My biggest thing with this is I'm always afraid there's going to be a funky smell. Yeah. And then it changes your the look of your wife. your wife, forever. exactly. It changes wow. everything. Yeah, that's true. One bad night can change it all. <laughs> I've, only done anal, I've only done anal twice by accident. I was, I was, <laughs> by accident? I swear, I was doing doggy style. I, I, went, <laughs> I, went, I went really back with a huge thruff, came back in, and it was a whoops. At that point, it was fucking. Well, it went right up in there. Yeah. Well, well, at that point, we're like, we're already there. You know. Oh my god. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I to start over? You make a wrong turn, but fuck it, we're in Jersey. Right. You know, like you gotta. I'm just saying, right? <laughs> you never with a girl ever. Come on, what? you're, you're yeah. a freak. No, I'm, I'm not saying that I haven't done that with girls before. I haven't done it with my wife before. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bubba Jenkins. This conversation took a real left turn. <laughs> right. Left us up. All right, we're talking about Douglas. Michael Page. We're talking about Douglas Lima, then it went into Angle. (laughs) What? That's pretty gross. What? So Michael Venom Page is taking on Rudy Bears. Uh, MVP is a uh, a very entertaining fighter. Shout out to MVP, good friend of mine. Is he? But but don't you think this style is going to get him knocked out pretty soon? Well, eyes can't hit what your eyes can't see. You know what I'm saying? Your hands can't hit what your eyes can't see. My man's very slick. He's very smooth. And, you know, he's had many of opportunities for someone to knock him out in the past. But he hasn't fought the elite level yet. Yeah. I'm talking about as far as kickboxing kickboxing and all that stuff goes. But those are bigger gloves. Bigger gloves. Uh, This this guy, Michael Venom Page, is entertaining as hell. I'm a fan. But he does these things where... He's looking the other way. His hands are down. He's, I mean, he does crazy kicks. He's basically like, you know how like the Prince Nassim Hamed used to be? Is kind he of? The, he's the skinny black dude? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just saw him yeah, fighting. He does this thing. Yeah, you know, I, I just like saw him fight. And he does a little snake thing. But he's entertaining. He's great for the sport. <laughs> but I, I would have to say, eventually, this is going to... I don't know. It just seems like he's, he's defying the laws of physics of, of, <laughs> of, of fighting. But if you played that game for so long... If you're if you built your style off of playing that no look no see look, then you you've become good at not getting hit at that. Now if he was to if he was to have one style and then get in the sport of MMA and then start to do this because of you know because of the entertaining factor, then you could say okay he'll get caught. But for the most part, he's on to different things and doing you know doing his thing. Now he's fighting style. Rudy Bears. Do you know anything about Rudy Bears? I do not. Yeah, they're bringing in guys, I think, to showcase his skills. Uh, and it, it seems like he's going to be the favorite against Rudy Bears as well. I think Rudy Bears' record is 13 and 11. I got 11 losses. 13 and 11? Yeah, it's, I, I'm pretty sure that's his I record. I think that's what my record is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, okay, we're going to talk to you right now. If hopefully he answers the phone because uh, the last guy didn't. Um, Kevin Lee, we're still trying to get to him. However, we are talking to a guy who is a legend in the sport. And like when I, we, we say legend, I really mean legend. That, that, this guy, Cowboy Cerrone, he's next, he's next in line for the title. He's a complete badass. 
I hope he answers the phone. I'm a big fan of Cowboys. He's fought everybody. He's tough. Everybody. He's and uh, it doesn't and doesn't give a shit. He'll fight one week and then someone will fall out of another fight. He'll be like, I'll take that fight. He'll like, fight in between, just fought last in between week. fights. He'll leave, fight someone else, <laughs> right. come back and fight. So let's talk to Cowboys Throwing right now. Hey, is this Cowboy Cerrone? Hey, it's me, uh, Adam Hunter. I'm here with Bubba Jenkins, T-Rex. You're what on up? the MMA Roasted Podcast. How are you, man? I'm good. It, it I'm is, good. I'm good. It is an honor to have you on the show. You have no idea how big of a fan I am, even though when I met you for the first time, your first words to me were, roast me and I'll beat your ass. Uh, so <laughs> it's still an honor to have you on it's the show. It's a cowboy thing, baby. Uh, how are you, man? Those are, those are definite words. Definite word to live by. <laughs> Thank you, man. So, so what's going on? Uh, you got now. Is is it official? Are 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 you the next fight for Dos Anjos? That's that's a rumor on the street. I don't know how. I don't know. I think so. That's what they tell me. So that's, but with the UFC, you never know. So, uh, as far as I know, right now, yes. As far as I know, tomorrow, I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty damn awesome. I, I I would love to watch that fight. I mean, you're a guy. You have the most post-fight bonuses in the history of the UFC. Uh, your your fight of the nights are in, in, incredible. Uh, I was doing some research on you growing up. You grew up in Col- in Colorado, and it said that you uh, as a kid you had ADD. That's a it's a huge shocker there, and you got into a ton of fights. Uh, I, I wouldn't say kid. I'd say more adolescent years, right? Like more 18, 19, 20-ish. Right. My grandma's, my grandma's been to every uh, every jail in the county bailing me out. And she's sitting here next to me now. I'm here visiting with her. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. So your grandma bailed you out of jail all the time. for as it was, And then you became a pro bull rider. Uh, was there a lot of money? Right. In, was, was there a lot of money in bull riding? Um, well, the thing about bull riding would be like if we were to go to fight, and it, I'd have to pay an entry fee, so I'd, let's say I'd pay $5,000 along with all the other uh, athletes that all pay $5,000, and then the winners would, would would take away a win, you know? So you, you pay to, to gamble on yourself, basically. So some nights you could win, and some nights you, you wouldn't. So it was different. And if I was out riding for free, I could ride all the time. If I paid money, I'd just get my ass whipped. So that's how it went. Right. <laughs> I mean, uh, now, uh, now what made you stop doing bull riding? I just wasn't very good at it, I guess you could say. So that's why. I don't know. Not really sure. Now, now, word on the street is uh, you are a man of the ladies. Uh, you've hooked up with a lot of beautiful women. Uh, did you get more chicks as a bull rider or as a fighter? Well, well uh, I, I don't know. I think I got more chicks. When I, uh, but now I got one that I'm... Content with, and she's a, she's a keeper. So, uh, but yeah, I, I I run hard and play hard, man. And pretty women and fast cars are along the ride. So nice. I mean, some of the chicks that you've been with are legendary. Uh, which uh, we'll just we'll just, we'll just say that to um, me. How I mean, to me, looking at the outside, looking in, it would seem like it would be a no contest being the fighter that you are to get more play on that side. But I, I guess in there, there's some ass out there in bull riding. I could see you get these hot, like, uh, oh, cowboy chicks, right? That like wear, 
wear a cowboy hat while you're banging them and stuff. I mean, that now, must be. Hey, if we knew that, brothers would be in bull riding. The car is a buckle bunny. They're called buckle bunnies. Buckle bunnies. Awesome. I, kn- I know some brothers that would be in bull riding now that they know that there's ass out there. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> the bull riding. Now, uh, now I was reading also, and, and now when you started doing Muay Thai, you were 28 0 in Muay Thai before you went to the uh, mixed martial arts. Why did you not stay in Muay Thai? Um, because USC, the local shows around here started uh, offering me money to, uh, to take MMA fights, so I couldn't, you can't, you can't pass that money, especially when I was kickboxing for traveling the world, don't get me wrong, I loved it when Japan, um, Morocco, Africa, man, I've been on every continent kickboxing, and uh, I love it, but when the money started coming, I, I 500 bucks they pay me, you know, so when someone said, hey, I'll give you five grand to this MMA shit, I'd be like, yeah, let's bring that on. <laughs> Now, how how hard was it was the uh, transition at, at first, being that you didn't have much of a, a ground game when you first came over? Uh, so I moved up to Vail, Colorado. My grandpa bought me a well, really just a, an apartment up there, like more or a hotel room. Uh, Weeks at a time, and I'd go there. The black belt up there, his name's Carlos Cavajo, and I would just train with him three times a day, all ground, 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 ground. And I, uh, about a month and a half prior to my first. Uh, MMA fight, so that's what I did, and goddamn, it worked out. Yeah, no, damn, damn right, it worked out. Now, according to Leonard Garcia, when he came on our show, he said that you two would just wreck chicks, double teaming chicks left and right. <laughs> he said you guys would have threesomes, foursomes. You and Leonard would like high five during this. Is, is there truth to that? You know, I'm sitting here next to my grandma, so I'm going to have to say no. (laughs) (laughs) Grandma's giving him the side eye. (laughs) But we, we, but yes, we had some, we've had some good time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. That's fair enough. Tagging them buckle bunnies. (laughs) They'll do some strange things. (laughs) Yeah, dog. Now, now what are your thoughts, by the way? Uh, Obviously, uh, were you at the Conor McGregor fight? I was, yes. Now, what are your thoughts on Connor? He's really good at selling himself, isn't he, man? He, he gets out there and puts, gets people interested and want to watch, does a lot of shit talking, uh, had chat, had a better conditioning, and not such a crazy adrenaline dump, I think would have gave a better shot. But I'm cool with the kid, you know? He um, he does a good job, but now he's starting to talk shit, saying, run, run it here, and I, I offer with open arms to be his very first fight to 155. And I promise he will be running back to 45. <laughs> <laughs> Crawling back. So you think you would just demolish no. Connor? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was watching his kicks. I mean, he just, he just a flashy dude. You know, his wrestling game isn't where it needs to be. His jiu-jitsu game is not near on the level. And yeah, I would uh, I'd beat the fucking... I'd knock the Lucky Charms out of his ass. <laughs> lucky Charms. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I think you would too. I mean, it seems like Connor, he's good, but I mean, Chad took him down easily. It, it did seem like Chad was tired within 30 seconds of that fight. That wasn't the same Chad Mendez we used to see. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. I, and I'm a, I'm a fan of the kid. I'm not, I'm not here trying to bash him. I mean, he's good. He's a good job of selling himself. So, but if he wants to come to 55 and want some shit, please. Now, what's the one fight that you wish? I mean, you've had so many great wins in the octagon, uh, a couple tough losses, the Pettis lost and Nate Diaz lost. 
What what's one fight that you wish you 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 could have back? Not you understand. It means nothing to me. So whether I fight him again or I don't, I, I don't care. So I don't like dwell on. Oh, I wish I get my hands on them again. So uh, the only, I mean, the only one I'm getting my hands on again is is uh, Dos Anjos, and he's next. Because it's not like I'm I'm after him. Like oh, I can't wait to to get my revenge. You know, I don't give a shit. So I'm just gonna beat his ass, take his belt out, and then oh. You're such a man, dude. I fucking, I fucking wish I was like the the cowboy. He fucking goes He's straight up cowboy. S- straight up getting chicks, <laughs> drinking beer, kicking ass. I-, I can't do any of those things uh, except for maybe I can fuck a couple chicks here and there. But but but, but, but Jesus, man, it's pain on your ass. Yeah, hell yeah. Now what? Now you were supposed to fight Khabib. Khabib, Khabib was talking a lot of shit about you. He, he was gonna throw you uh, in like the air. He was gonna launch you. There'd be flying cowboys. Uh, what? <laughs> What are your thoughts on? And then he said he's, and then he said he's the real, he's the Dagestan cowboy. Yeah, he said he's. The, <laughs> Do they have those? They have horses. Like, I don't know. I think they eat them or something. No. Um. So here, here's the thing with him. He, he's all talk. He's all bark. Because I had, a, we were supposed to do a uh, Fox show where him and I sat next to each other, and they did like a side by side. The little cow wouldn't even come out of the out of the room. Said he was scared that I was gonna hit him. Wow. So how can you talk all this shit and then be afraid I'm going to hit you? Of course, yeah, you have to be accountable for the shit you're talking. So, yeah, I probably would have said something, but would you uh, in the room and say, I'm But would you have out. hit him? we got to do separate things. <laughs> but so, the, the question is, would you have hit him, though? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I don't It doesn't ready. I'd have been ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're not going to go hit a guy – Outside of the octagon, this is what you get paid for, right? You're not gonna fight for free, baby. You're not fight for free, are you? That's it. Correct. Yeah. No, he probably would have said something to the to the point where Khabib would have had to say something back that would have goaded Cowboy into punching him in his face. I mean, my open my opening question probably would have been, "What's up, bitch?" That's probably what I <laughs> right. Was to and then he would have said something back, and then Cowboy would have smacked his face. <laughs> Now, now, what I don't get about you is I was at your fight against Miles Jury, and Miles Jury at the time was an undefeated fighter. You, you, uh, he was talking a lot of smack. You really, you really outclassed him. I was there. Uh, at one point, you were just kicking his ass. I mean, literally kicking his ass. That, uh, I, I was there too. Remember? Yeah, that was insane. And then after the fight, you you, you start apologizing, saying you were unhappy with the performance. Like, does it does it matter if you get the win, or does it really you have to impress everybody else or yourself? Oh no! I just got to impress certain people that I'm looking to impress, you know. But it was just—he uh, just talked a lot of shit. And he said he was going out there and beat my ass for 15 minutes, and then he went out there and ran, you know. It just—it it just, it just, it just, it just wasn't right. So I was just apologizing for him. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, some fights—it seems like some of the guys you fight, you you truly hate. The guys like Jamie Varner, uh, the, the the Nate Diaz, other guys like the Ben Henderson. It seems like you have more respect for these guys. Is it easier to fight a guy when you have animosity towards him, or when you are indifferent towards him? Uh, you know, it's easier for me to go to training camp for someone that I don't get pissed off at because then I don't have any animosity. I don't have any like hatred for him. But yeah, the Jamie Varner, I was definitely wanting to whip rip his soul out. So uh, who knows? The Khabib probably will happen. Pretty similar, you know. I'm pretty pissed off that I get it. The fight ever happens. Um, who knows? Was it hard for you when you fought Melvin Gillard? No, not at all. You know, Melvin, that was, that was, we were totally cool all the way up to the fight. There was no, no shit talking, no nothing. 
Now, I mean, Khabib, the thing about Khabib is his, obviously his wrestling is just on a different level. The guy used to wrestle bears at one point. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, he's... I'll go wrestle a bear right now. He got a little bear cub and wrestled it. That's not even count. It ain't even cool. Yeah, I guarantee Donald has a real fucking black Kodiak grizzly somewhere on his property. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Or a polar bear. You know what I mean? It wasn't anything like that. He had like a little bear cub. (laughs) So you'd wrestle a polar bear? A polar bear. Yeah, Rob said a polar bear, bring it on. Pack a lunch. (laughs) (laughs) So so Donald Cerrone, uh, okay, so you're going to – now I'm saying as far as Khabib's wrestling, though, that's what I was trying to get at. How are you going to defend his yeah, his, re- his wrestling and throws? Yeah, his wrestling is world class. I'm not taking anything away from the kid. The wrestling is world class. Is jiu and striking or not, though, you know? And it, it, the game is evolving so much. You can't just do one-dimensional. And he is great. And I don't, he doesn't you know, offer too many threats. So, yeah, his wrestling is great. But I, I feel like my wrestling is good, too. You know, I work with a lot of great wrestlers and take down defense is something I'm strong at. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Right. Now, have you rolled with CM Punk? I have not. I've done no training with CM Punk. I gotcha. Now, who's the best guy that you've ever trained with? Uh, shit, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't, that's a hell of a question. I don't know. John Jones? Like, well-rounded, all-around, everything. Probably George. George, GSP. What, yeah. what, what about John Jones? <laughs> you know, John is one of those super talented kids. In the gym, he doesn't really look that good. Then he gets out there and just whips ass fighting. So, uh, but yeah, John is John is he's fun to train with too. How's he doing? Have you have you spoken to him? Uh, I spoke with him. You know, he's he's still sober. He's doing good. He's. I think this might be a good a good turnaround in his life. So. Good. I hope so, man. I mean, there's nothing. I mean, to me, it's like nothing worse than a waste of talent of epic proportion. A guy that talented, you're like, come on, man. You're the fucking champion. You've worked so hard to get to this point in your life, and now you're throwing it away over fucking chicks and coke. Are you gonna blow it? I mean, yeah, seriously. <laughs> come on, man. I mean, like to me, honestly, Cerrone. Uh, like, I give. I, I think what you guys do is the hardest thing to do in the world is to be a mixed martial artist champion out of all the sports. So to get to that, that point and then to blow it is, like, so unfortunate, you know? Right, for sure. Absolutely. So who's this girl? How did, she, right. how did this girl get, get you? I, like, know that you've, you know, you, that you're a legend amongst the, the, the men. Running, uh, running and gun and knocking them down, huh? Yes. Uh, she's a super smart girl, man. <laughs> she's going to school to be a doctor. Wow. Oh, them apples. Maybe it's a retirement plan for me. Where did you guys meet? Uh, at uh, Amarillo Country Club. Me and Rashad Evans were doing a tap out tour. We went to the. Uh, to, I took Rashad to the country bar with me, and there she was. And you tapped her out. My dance moves. <laughs> really? You were doing line dancing? Yeah, two stepping. What are you doing? The boot scoop boogie? Doing it all. <laughs> I'll burn. I'll burn. I'll burn the soles clean off my boots. Give me the chance. <laughs> of now, now, did you take her home the first night and like you hit it right away, or did she kind of like didn't put out for a while? Nah, nah, she didn't. She she left me hanging for a couple of weeks. She was, yeah. 
Now, did you try, or you were like being respectful? Uh, yeah. What do you mean? Fuck you. What do you fuck you mean? Did I try? <laughs> Poor man. Ah, cowboy, damn it! Of course I tried. Cowboy up. <laughs> so, so you, <laughs> I, but I, but like, okay, so you, like, you were trying to make out, trying to feel her up, trying to finger bang, and then she was just no, no, no. <laughs> finger, just making up shit. And then, yeah, and then exactly, all the, every, I was pulling out all the stops, you know, everything you do. So. <laughs> You were pulling all the stops, and eventually, after what two weeks, you gave it up. Yeah, man, we uh, we were there for that weekend, hung out a week, a little bit, a couple more days, and I came back up the next week because I'm only three and a half hour drive from where so I drive up, shut down. I think the third weekend when I came up, finally, finally. So now, did you now, now did you bang her? Finally, multiple, did you bang her multiple times that night or just once? We, I don't know how much dick you bring to the table. Yeah, I go all night. So. <laughs> I don't bring that much dick to the table. <laughs> so, no, I can go all night. How much dick you bring to the table? <laughs> how much? No, I bring a lot of dick to the table. <laughs> Fucking fuck yeah. <laughs> Said that with confidence. No, I don't know how much he brings to the bedroom. I leave at the table outside. At the, table. <laughs> the table that's parked outside that they're giving away at the house. The, the one on the side of the street. All right. So, so all night long, you're just banging her, banging her. And now, at what point is she like, cowboy, I want you to be exclusive to me? Uh, I don't know how that fucking went down at the time, man. I, uh, we dated for a while, a good long couple, year and a half or so, kind of uh, off and on, you know. I, uh, I wasn't sure. I don't know. I don't know how it went. It went serious like that. Probably been together like six years now. So, oh, wow. Okay. So it's been a while. Nothing new. Uh, six years, huh? Yeah. Nice. So, now, I got to ask you. Yeah. I'm always hearing how, you know, you, you've made over $500,000 in win bonus, but you're always broke. Yeah. What are you spending this money on? Anything I fucking want to buy, I buy it. <laughs> now, I just went and bought the new GoPro season right now. It cost me 450 bucks. Had to have it. Now, at one point, I saw you on, like, a lake, and you were in one of those, like, things where, like, you go up in the air, like, oh, yeah. o- like off. Yeah. Like, do you own one of those? We got one at the lake house, yep. <laughs> like, where you could fly. You could fly over the water. Yeah, but, so what people don't understand is, all right, so let's say I make $100,000, right? 20,000 of that goes to my coaches off top, and then we got to cut that in half again, and I got to pay my taxes. So I end up with like 50K. Well, yeah, that's a lot of money, but then I go and, you know, they give it to you all at once. So I'm like a fucking degenerate, so I'll just spend it. Oh, my God. So you just. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, but like, I like own everything grand. I have. I don't like, there's not like, I don't have credit card debt. I don't have boat payments, truck payments. I own my house. I own my RV. My RV cost me $350,000. You know, I own that. So. Don't you have a, do you have a ranch somewhere? Yeah. Okay. No way. Don't you own a ranch? Yes. And where is that? In New, Edgewood, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, now, at one point, also, I got to ask you, is that Bobby Green went around saying that you were racist and that you said all this stuff at the thing. What was that? What was he talking about? Who said that? Bobby Green's whole ass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he just looking for... I Listen, the dude who runs my ranch where I'm not there that I've been raising for the last eight years is black. You know what I mean? He, like, lives with me, one of my best friends, his name's Spencer Scott. So if I'm a racist bigot, how could that even happen? How could my... 
Yeah, I, I just don't understand, you know. No, I, I was Rashad Evans and, and I'm my good friend, you know. So it's just it's fucking ignorant for him to even go there and say that. So yeah, no, I I said that you were a jerk to everybody equally. <laughs> yeah, equally, equal jerk. I'm with you across the board. But Bobby Green, he's just trying to stir shit up, and he's he also said that I, you know, I grope and grab dudes' wives at, at the expo, which is partially true, uh, but. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not like I take it over the le- over. You know they love it. They love and their husbands. They don't care, man. It's not like I push it too far. Wait. So, so wait. 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 Hold up. Hold up. So people are going to the expo. They're online and they're like, "Hey, cowboy, feel my wife's tits," and then you're doing it. Well, no, but like, I wouldn't do go that far. But you know, I I don't know. <laughs> Hug and kiss them, shit like that. Hugging and kiss them. Nice. Uh, you sure? Yeah. If I find a wife, I'd let you hug her and kiss her, I guess. It's like it's like PG. No, PG Expo. PG Expo, right. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. All right, Cowboy. Listen, so we got this young fighter on with us, Bubba Jenkins. I don't know if you know who he is. He's a national champion wrestler. He's in Bellator. He's got a record of 10-2. and two. Uh, He's kicking ass. Uh, what advice would you give to this guy? There's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. <laughs> Absolutely. I need to get a cowboy hat, dog. That's that's what's getting all them buckle bunnies. I'm, I need to get a cowboy hat. Maybe some boots. I used to rock boots. When I was like six or seven years old, I couldn't. My mom would always tell me to put on some tennis shoes, and I, I would stay with some cowboy boots on. Always had cowboy boots. Yeah. Do you I ever, was an Indiana Jones guy. Do you ever bone chicks? Before you were locked down, did you used to bone chicks wearing the cowboy boots only or the cowboy hat only? That was my only? question. When he got with his chick after three weeks and nine hours on the road, was he... Or was he not wearing his cowboy hat? Yeah. Butt-ass naked with the cowboy hat on. Bringing all the dick to the table. But, yeah, I mean, that doesn't, it, it doesn't really work like that. Like, that's not, I mean, I, 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 why are you five motherfuckers sitting here fantasizing about a dude? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's, let's, let's think about it like you walk in the room and she's butt-naked with a cowboy hat on. You know, maybe that happens. Yeah, that's true. Not me strutting with my dick out and my hat on. You know what I mean? <laughs> Come on. Did you ever like? Did you ever bang a chick and have her try to run away, and then you lassoed her? Did that, did that ever happen? No, no, no I've never, I've never, never had a lasso. You've never lassoed a chick. Yeah, no, no. Well, listen, cowboy. It was an honor to have you on, man. You're you're one of my favorite fighters. You're funny as hell. Yeah, you're 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 a great dude. I, and and just remember, word word. Words. Fucking roast me up your ass. Okay. No. I, no uh, do a rant. Okay. Promise. No more roasting. Gotcha. He would do great on Tipify. Yeah. Oh, by, by the way, by the way, Cowboy, uh, Bubba has this new thing called tipafighter.com. He's the ambassador for where people can actually, from their homes, tip a fighter if they like their performance. So uh, a guy like you, who is a fan favorite, would probably kill. Make an extra, you know, a couple hundred thousand to blow. So uh, I doubt I'm gonna make a couple. Of, tip your fighter. Were people gonna just give you money from home? Yes, or at the bar or wherever they are. We we make a bet that you knock out Bobby Green or something like that. Me and Adam make this bet, and you knock out Bobby Green, and Adam's guy give me a hundred bucks because you just got me a hundred bucks. I go to tipafighter.com. I look up your profile. And I'm like, here, here's fifty bucks for that. Thanks, appreciate it. And that's that. Oh yeah. I- that's about solid like a sledgehammer, isn't it? God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. You like, I like it. it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks you. Thank you so much, Cowboy, for being on the show. Hey, thank you, guys. All right, take care. Later. Is this Pat Healy? 
Yep. Hey, you are on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Bubba Jenkins, and T-Rex. How are you, man? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Good. So Pat Healy, by the way, is uh, a legendary badass fighter in the UFC, Strike Force. Now he's fighting in Titan FC. He was supposed to fight Mike Ricci this week. Ricci pulled out of the championship fight, and now you got a new guy you're fighting. Who's this guy you're fighting? Uh, his name is Marcus Edwards. Uh, real tough guy, really athletic, explosive, uh, very dangerous. He's got quite a few wins. Uh, most of his wins are by finish, and uh, and uh, he's very dangerous. A lot of wins in the first round, uh, both by submission and knockout. So he's certainly a very dangerous guy. Uh, who I want to take very, very serious. Now, how hard is it for you? I mean, you've been training for Mike Ricci for the past two months, and now three days before the fight, they give you a new opponent. Uh, I mean, it's it's a little bit of adjustment. Um, I kind of like to go in with the mentality that I'm going to put my game plan on them, so not to try to worry too much about what they're doing. But I do always like to watch film on my guys to see kind of tendencies if they have any tendencies to throw certain techniques um so that's been a, a, a busy busy tuesday and wednesday like watching film and trying to adjust but um you know like i said i just want to kind of put my game plan on him so make him react to me now the last time you were on the show uh was a couple of years ago actually you had got fight of the night or fifty thousand dollars for beating jim miller then you got busted for weed and your money all went to brian caraway uh, and, and your wife wanted to kill you. Uh, uh, how's everything going with the wife? Has, has, has she forgiven you yet, or what? <laughs> well, it was, my, it was my brother's wife. Your brother's she wife. She was the one who wanted to kill me. Uh, okay. But uh, I just have a girl. I'm not married. So. Oh, okay. Uh, luckily, at the time, I'm still dating the same girl, but it was early in our relationship, so she couldn't, like, <laughs> kill me, too, you know, like, get too mad because we'd only been... You know, I've been for a couple months, maybe. So I kind of dodged a bullet on that one. Have you have you spoken to Brian Caraway since then? Uh, in passing, uh, but not really. I mean, I don't really. I think I think all your you money know. went to Misha Tate's implants. By the way, just so you know, you paid for her her boob job. So congratulations. <laughs> I think I think every, I think every, I think everyone should thank you for that performance. Yeah, well, I I do what I can. Man. You know, I give back. <laughs> Now, now you've had a you've had a really really tough go, man. I mean, yeah, you've always had a tough fight. You always are in tough fights. Uh, at one point in the UFC, after be, after beating Jim Miller, you had to then fight Khabib, Bobby Green, and uh, and uh, followed by Masvidal, followed by Gleason Tebow. I mean, you had you had a fucking four straight killers, all close fights. Uh, how tough was that after after the Tebow fight? How close were you to say, you know what, maybe maybe I should just give this up? Uh, talk to us about that. Uh, you know, I was pretty mentally lost. I didn't really know what was going wrong. Like, I couldn't figure out why, you know, what I was doing. All the fights were really close, but it, it, my opponent always seemed to do one thing every round to kind of win the round, and I wouldn't. Um, so it was tough, you know, and it, it took a lot of soul searching. Like, man, am I going to be 100% committed to this still? And you know, can I even make a run back or what? But, you know, uh, by a chance meeting, um, Donald Cerrone came up to uh, Oregon. We met, we hit it off, and 
he invited me down to do one of his camps. I think it was for Miles Jury. And I uh, went down there and trained and really hit it off with him and his the BMF ranch, they call it, uh, and all the guys there. And, you know, it really rejuvenated me, man. It, I realized that, man, I kind of had lost my competitive edge, you know, my, my drive uh, throughout that period in the UFC. And, you know, like I was losing a lot of rounds in the gym and it didn't seem to be, like, alarming to me. Like, and I didn't really care, you know. And, like, going back down with them for whatever reason, like getting with a bunch of guys that, um, you know, push you and, and, and hold you accountable, you know. You, you go in there and you look like crap and and spar half-assed and, you know, and then, then you got to be accountable to them afterwards. So I think that kind of got my fire back, and now I'm back to – loving sparring and beating guys up and stuff in the gym so uh, that's what I tell you know, I give a lot of credit it's to a, those guys that's exactly what I think uh, Jake Ellenberger needs we had you know because like he just right now he's doing like he does like four different camps he, he he fucking drives to you know King's MMA or whatever or Black House then he goes to GFC then he goes there but I think like a one stop shop like the Cerrone Greg Jackson Winklejohn is what I think what fighters need yeah, man. I mean, it's helpful. And then your all your coaches are on the same page. You know, if you got a bunch of different coaches uh, from a bunch of different places, and obviously each of them, one of their coach, your kickboxing coach is going to think you need to kickbox. Your wrestling coach is going to think you need to wrestle. Your jujitsu coach is going to tell you to do, you know, take it to the ground. So, you know, when you got everybody on the same page, it, it's 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 way more beneficial. I think totally. Now, where did you meet this girl? Uh, I just met her in Portland one night. So you you, you were out one night. You you had your beard going. Uh, you had yeah. you, you had your RV. I mean, I mean, how do you, how do you get pussy? That that's a fucking shocker. I mean, no offense or anything, but how? Like, <laughs> no. What are you saying? Like what techniques it is? Like that's how do you get, like how does he get pussy? Yeah, seriously. I mean, you're a guy I look at. I, I think. I mean, maybe if a girl like on Farmers Only or she's into lumberjack, oh she's into lumberjacks or something. But like, how did, how did that happen? Uh, you know, I'm an acquired taste, I would say. Uh, either you're either with it or you're not, you're against it. What, serial uh, killers? I, I mean, what is, so, okay, so, so you meet this girl where? Uh, just, uh, we were out at a bar, actually. Not a great story. Wanted to tell your parents. Okay, so you went up to her and you were like, hey, I'm Pat Healy. I beat Jim Miller. <laughs> not in those exact words. <laughs> what did you say to her? Uh, I don't know. You know, just make a conversation. Hey, how's it going? And then we started talking and hit it off. And uh, now, 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 we was she into the beard? Um, uh, yeah, no. I, I she she doesn't hassle me about it. She does every once in a while when it gets too long. Yeah. Uh, she says something, but you I ever, think she likes it. You ever go down on her and they get confused? <laughs> 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 haven't had that problem yet. You haven't had that problem? Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> Bubba, is your wife shaved down there or no? Always. Always. Yeah, she just she just got here. Oh, uh, that's good. Cool. Now, now, Bubba, so do you make sure your wife shaved? Do you tell her, like, let's, I, I like a better well, shave? Well, my wife, she became my wife by knowing what I like. So, oh, you know, okay. that's, we don't really have that discussion. She just, she, you know, she's a good wife. She, she, she knows what's up. Now, I heard black guys don't <laughs> like to eat vagina. Is that true? That is, in, that is 100% incorrect and a lie. That is a fucking lie. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we need a button for that. That is a fucking lie. So, 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 so black guys do like eating pussy? Yeah, man. Hey, yeah. man, it tastes like especially, chicken. Especially with 
the new songs that are coming out, you know, they they influence the community. I think that was a rumor started by white guys so we can get more chicks. <laughs> the, the black guys don't eat pussy. That maybe way maybe that's it. But nice. I can tell you, black guys they eat the booty like groceries. I can tell you that. Oh, they're not eating booty. They're not. Now, now, Pat, are I you into no eating booty, booty or no? <laughs> you know, I, I can get caught up in the moment. <laughs> yeah, bam, bam. <laughs> wait, you get you wait. So you eat your girlfriend's ass, really? <laughs> a little tongue slippage. Just go ahead and tell a little tongue slippage. Really? Sometimes you get a little bit drunk and you just smush your whole face in there. I understand. Dude, I've done that before too. <laughs> you have? Yeah. You know, with my wife. Help it me. happens, man. It yeah. happens. Wow. Yeah. Now, has Greg Jackson's camp revitalized your taste of eating ass? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I try to keep those two things separate. Totally separate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, honestly, now, I think if you win on Saturday, when you win, if you thank your wife for having the best edible ass, it'll make major headlines. I'm telling you, that might be, that might be a way. Your star power will go up like, exponentially. Yeah, <laughs> that will it probably would, man. I would definitely be known as that guy. I'm sure. <laughs> now, 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 when you're banging your chick, are you like bam, bam, bam? Are, are you saying bam, bam or no? <laughs> no, I never thought about that. That's not a bad idea, though. No, that's know? good. That's that's good. <laughs> More than one reason for naming you Bam Bam. Yes. Man. Now you got good stories yeah. with it. Now, now you're in Titan FC. Is the goal to get back in the UFC? Are you happy there? Are you making more money there because of the sponsorship? What's going on? Uh, I am. I'm really happy with Titan, man. They treat me great. They, I mean, I think they treat all their fighters great. Um, but you know, I I really appreciate everything they do for for me, and they they're great. Do a great job of promoting you and stuff. But I mean, I still think everybody's ultimate goal is to get to the UFC. It's still where you can make the most money, and uh, you know, be be the chance to get your career as you possibly can. Speaking of money, by the way, Bubba has this new thing called Tip a Fighter, where the people at home can directly tip a fighter if they like how they're doing. It's called tipafighter.com, and uh, it's something maybe you'd be interested in doing. Wow. No, that is a great idea, man. Yeah, and we, we go use after, all the help we can get, we, man. And we go after the guys in Titan FCs. You guys got a lot of followers, a lot of big uh, big names over there, and you guys are starting to you know push move that needle. So well, Titan FCs definitely now. Got to so talk to you. About so the it. fight's going to be Saturday night on Fight Pass, right? Yeah. On UFC Fight Pass this Saturday night. Uh, the whole card is actually really good. It's like, uh, well, actually, I'll go through the whole card. Uh, it's um, I have it right here. It's uh, Kurt Hallblow against Andre Harrison. Uh, Brett Johns, who we had on the show, undefeated guy from Wales, taking on Anthony Gutierrez. Uh, Tim Elliott's on the card. Uh, Cody Bollinger, our, our buddy, yeah. fighting Freddie Asuncio. Isaac Valley Flag against uh, Jason Witt. Uh, Desmond Green, uh, another good fighter, taking on Vincent Azell. Uh, Dakota Cochran, who did gay porn to pay through college. Oh, uh, I was that, on a card with him. Didn't really? Know, didn't know he was gay until after. No, he's not gay. He's straight. He just needed money. Dude, if you put your penis in another man's butt cheeks, you're, I don't care what you're doing. No, he was just paying up the ass for. He was paying up the ass for tuition. 
tuition cost him up the ass. Okay, no. that's all he was doing. No, there ain't no slip and slide uh, that way. Uh, right. So, sorry. I don't care what you do. I don't care how many chicks you bang on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. If you slip in on a man on Wednesday, you're gay. I don't care. That's uh, true. Uh, some people would disagree. They say they're bisexual or, or homosexual or bisexual. No, there ain't no bisexual for men. Right. It's, there ain't no you're, bisexual you're for men. You're gay that likes vagina too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're confused, <laughs> but mostly you're gay. This is the most progressive podcast. <laughs> no, I think they're homo- I don't know. So people like what they like. But you tell you tell. Look, I've never been into guys, but if a guy could fuck a chick and fuck a dude, he's bisexual, right? No. That's that's no, uh, not 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 in my book, not in your book, not in the Bubba book. No, right. ask Cowboy Cerrone. Ask Cerrone. Yeah, I'm sure Cowboy. He'd go fucking ape shit on you. <laughs> we just got off the phone with him. I'm thinking he's not going to agree with you. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, man, he bisexual. No, nah, he ain't gonna so, say that. So the whole card is good. Also, Tyler Stinson's fighting Jose Landy Johns. Cody Peterson's on the card. Sirwan Kake versus William Joplin. It's a good card. It's actually, it's a, it's a, there's like eight UFC vets on this card. Um, and uh, it's going to be a great card. And you're the headliner, Pat Healy. Woo! You're the fucking guy. You're, you are the main event. I feel, I feel very blessed. Yes, you are the main event. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm happy for you, man. You're making your comeback. Uh, you've won your last two fights. Something's changed in you, man. This is, this is the old Pat Healy. This is the guy... This is the the Jim Miller, Pat Healy, and now I, I mean, are you feeling as good as you used to feel in training? Yeah, man, I'm feeling, uh, yeah, as good as I've ever felt for sure. That's great, man. That is great. Well, we're all going to be tuning in to watch you fight Saturday night. Thank you for doing the podcast. Uh, you've always been a good guy. I've always been a fan, even though you didn't come to my show when I saw you in Vegas. Uh, I, still- uh, I knew you were going re- to hit me with that one. So. <laughs> Even though you fucked me over, I am still a fan. <laughs> so, uh, so thanks a lot, man. And uh, good luck on Saturday. Yeah, tip of fighter would be in touch hey, with a guy like you. Yeah, it, I appreciate you guys a lot for having me on, man. Uh, it's, our, it's an honor, man. It's a fucking honor. Thank so, you, brother. Uh, take care, man. Yeah, all right, thanks, guys. Later, take man. Care. All right, that was Pat Healy. Uh, we are going to... Uh, we, have, we are going to get, uh, by the way, uh, we have uh, Dan Free. Uh, I want to thank our other sponsors first. American Icon Autographs, guys. American Icon Autographs. They have the best autographs out there. I went to their warehouse. I've never seen more autographs in my life. Everything oh, how from. How big is the warehouse? UF, it's huge. It's huge. And they have really? everything from, honestly, every UFC, baseball, football, porn, uh, movies. Jesus. I mean, everybody, it, it's insane. It's awesome. Uh, the guy, uh, past signings, they have great signings. And the guy's a great guy. Honestly, he sponsors fighters. He he's loves fighting. Owns the place? Yeah, he used to be a wrestler. He used to be like a professional wrestler. And, he, and he's just a big fan. And he's really good to, to people. So, AIASE.com. Remover Restoration, another great guy. Um, Eric. Uh, if, if, if your place has been tagged up with graffiti, get rid of it. Removeitrestoration.com, 1-888-424-9697. Don't leave it in the hands of the amateurs. Also, Hemp Core, okay? I've been taking this stuff. Yeah, bro. I, I honestly, I, I went to, uh, I've been looking at my body. I fucking hate it right now. I got to get in better shape. I, 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 it's just, so I, uh, Hemp Core is the way to go. I'm, t- I'm going to the gym today. I'm going to Gold's Gym. I'm going to work out. I'm going to run. I'm going to lift. 
afterwards, I'm going to take hemp core and feel better about my life because I got to get like Bubba Jenkins. I can't stand next to Bubba Jenkins and have people go, oh, uh, What's that? Who, is this your uh, parole officer? Oh, seriously, I, I, I honestly, I have to look oh better. So hempcorestore.com, H-E-M-P-C-O-R, store.com. Also, uh, tipafighter.com. We For talked the about fighters, that. buy the fighters. Tip of fi- guys, this is going to be, this is going to change the game, Okay. It's, Revolutionary! I mean, you're, you're, you're going to see it where fighters are going to be thanking Tip a Fighter and they're going to be making more money or as much money <laughs> but because the fans are going to actually be like, you know what? That was awesome. Give that guy a hundred bucks. Give that guy a thousand bucks. Who knows? It'll be some guy from, from Dubai. You know what? Give that guy 20 grand. I, and that's going to be awesome, especially with some of these guys who are making three and three, five and five, ten and ten. You know, yeah. you, guys are, you guys need more. And we're here to help. And we're going to talk to our newest sponsor who has a, uh, a Kickstarter campaign going, impactrap.com, I-M-P-A-C-T-W-R-A-P.com, where you're going to call him right now. He's going to tell us all about his new invention that's going to make you hit harder. You can know how hard you hit. So let's call Dan right now. Hello. Hey, it's Dan Fraden. This is this is Adam Hunter. This is Adam Hunter. You're on the MA the Podcast. It's me, T Rex, and Bubba Jenkins. How are you, man? Going on. Good, man. How are you? Good. So we're just talking about your new impactrap.com. How did you think Love of it. it? How did you think of this? Tell us about this. What what gave you the idea? <laughs> what is it? Well, look, I've been a fan of MMA since ninety three when UFC one came out, and I've loved hitting the bag since day one, but uh, you know, I never knew if I got better and I've I've seen you know, Rocky Four with, you know, you see how hard you punch and, and all this stuff. And, you know, I looked around to see if there was anything on the marketplace. And there wasn't anything for, like, a, like a workout. You know what I mean? I mean, there was places, you know, things you could hit to see one punch to see how hard you hit. But, you know, I wanted it as a, as a workout. And I didn't want to, like, put all sorts of uh, wraps on my, um, uh, you know, my legs and my, my feet and everything else because they have sensors and gloves and stuff like that. Um, but, you know wrapping a bag that already I already had sitting in my garage made a lot of sense. And so that's what I did. I mean, I, I went out, I hired an engineer and patent lawyer, and I uh, got all that stuff put together and created uh, the impact wrap, and it's been great. We've been able to, to uh, demonstrate it at uh, different gyms, and you know, it's as cool as I thought it would be. Everybody wants to go up there and compete either against themselves or against other people, so it's really cool. Now, is it, is it good as far as like, okay, someone's hitting a bag, and you're like, hey, a trainer says, listen, if you actually you know, turn your wrist this way, you'll hit, get more power. Or if you actually hit it from the hip and the guy's like, no, I don't think that's true, then this way you could actually prove it? Yes, yes, exactly. Because it has a display that goes on the, on the wrap that goes around your bag. And so it's like any bag. I mean, I could take it to my gym, you know, so I don't even have to have a bag at home. And when, once you put it on there, yeah, I mean, you can measure uh, with the, the app that comes with it. It's Impact Wrap. Uh, we're going to have a, an app in the iOS store or Apple store and uh, for Google Play. And you'll be able to look at it like strike by strike and be able to analyze really your data over time. So, I mean, it's kind of like... You know, uh, you know, it's a fitness tracker, like a Fitbit or Nike Fuel Band, but you know, in this case, for a heavy bag. Is this a? Does it measure your punching power in like uh, pounds per square inch? Or uh, I'm sorry, I'm you're here. I'm, I can't hear you too well. I was saying, how does it measure your force, like pounds per square inch, when you're punching? Um, how, yeah. Oh, gotcha. So what we're measuring is uh, we have a proprietary uh, way to measure. It's called impact force, and the reason why we did that is that. 
um, we're using accelerometers to measure the, the speed of the bag moving. And so it's not um, a pressure sensor because one of the things that we had the challenge, and it was like, this is basically one of the things that we solved, which was these sensors, like if you could hit the sensor directly, you can get that, that pounds per square inch. And I don't know if you've seen like sports science with George St. Pierre, they bring them in, they like, you know, they hit it in a lab. But what, what we solved is the ability to not hit the sensor and still be able to detect what that number is. And then we can have a consistent number that's over time. And so by moving the sensors away, we actually, you don't have to, you don't have to hit a target per se. So you can hit anywhere on the wrap. And then you have the durability issue because you don't have to worry about um, like the, the protecting the bag or even the sensors. Breaking the sensors. And- Could you have an in- in- impact wrap condom so I can know how hard I'm banging? Some <laughs> yeah, you know what? I heard uh, the impact wrap weenie, weenie uh, uh, from the other day. And uh, I think the best suggestion would be just to uh, whip it out, maybe smack the, the bag if you could instead. <laughs> <laughs> dick, dick smack the bag. No, I know it seems like a great That depends on how you measure up. That's all. I'm sorry. Yeah. It seems like a great idea. Now we have Bubba Jenkins here. Bubba, uh, something that you would use? Absolutely. I would love um, because a lot of people say that I, I hit really hard and I don't really notice it in training. I don't really know my strength. And because yeah. I'm a 45 pounder, they say I hit like a, a big boy and I would love to yeah. prove them right by hit, <laughs> hitting something like that. Look, man, I mean, the, the, the data doesn't lie, and that's what you need, right? I mean, you can, yeah, I can, I, you can knock people out and you can hit them hard, but, you know, until you have that number behind you, you know, that's, that's the thing. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a great, and again, it's portable, impact wrap. Um, uh, you know, you can put it on your own bag or take it to the gym, and it's, you know, it's, it's, I built it for myself, to be honest, and I, you know, I'm glad to see it coming to this point and, you know, hoping that everybody uh, is supporting impact wrap at um, now you have our a, Kickstarter now, and everything Now, you have a Kickstarter campaign for this? Yes, man. I'm trying to live, <laughs> trying to live the American dream. Uh, you know, I'm really, I'm all in. Uh, and, you know, to be honest, uh, I was laid off my job last year, and I went all in on this idea. I've been working on it for a number of years, um, but just over the last six, seven, eight months, uh, we just made huge progress with great partnerships, and uh, just bringing this to market. I mean, we have, um, by the way, on Kickstarter this weekend. Uh, if anybody is interested, we have uh, a pre-sale order. For normally it's two forty nine, it's gonna be one eighty nine and we're throwing in a whole bunch of goodies. We're gonna have a gym bag, we're gonna have um, uh, one of those super micro absorbent towels, and we're gonna throw in a magazine subscription as well to muscle and fitness. So we're going to have some, some big things uh, for this weekend uh, only uh, on Kickstarter. You know what we should do? We should get one of those for here in the studio so when fighters come in, we can always... We can see how hard they hit? Love it. Love it. All right. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> so count me in, man. We're, we're, we're in the process of putting all together these prototypes. So uh, we would love to, uh, to do that. Well, thank Take you, man. That. Well, good luck with everything. Where can people find you on Twitter and Instagram and you, you whatever on... Uh, yeah, uh, impactwrap.com, Twitter on impactwrap, Facebook impactwrap, and but definitely check out Kickstarter. Just look at uh, impactwrap. We're a staff pick, so we're one of the special uh, folks uh, that are on there. So, Dan, appreciate everything. Love the show, and uh, thanks for everything, guys. Thank you, Dan. Take care. Thanks, Danny. All right, take care. Later. All right, bye bye. Yeah, I'd get sponsored by that. Yeah, that's that's cool, right? Yeah. I like it. Up. The guy has an idea. He goes out and does it. How fucking yeah. cool is that? The GoPro guy did the same thing. It's yeah, America yeah. for you. Yeah. That's America. That's America for you. How many times do you see something? You're like, man, I, I thought of that. I just never actually did it. You right. Know? Well, Some things are just so easy. 
when you see when you people see him, you're like, oh hard. my god, I can't believe I thought I didn't think of that. Like, if it's you right watch, in your face. if you watch Shark Tank, you go to Shark Tank and watch it. You're just like, I'm thinking too hard. The <laughs> right. that they're getting deals on and signing million dollar checks and stuff. It's just simple stuff. I mean, right. every day you, I, I watch that show all the time. We got it on record and. 10 of the 20 items that are on there are just very simple. Like, oh, you need a brush that hooks up to your chain? Oh, now you got your chain brush with you. It's like, <laughs> right. Fuck! I needed that. I keep a brush in my pocket. I wish uh, I had a chain for it. Damn it. <laughs> what, what, now, what did your wife do? Uh, my, my, my wife uh, graduated from Oregon State. She, I think she had a kinesiology major or stuff like that. She does. Sports um, medicine. Yeah, she was sports medicine. Um, she used to work with um, Kevin Love and all these NBA players uh, doing like rehab and stuff like that. But right now she just takes care of me and my son and uh, she bakes. We're going to open up a, a bakery. Or No way. Yeah, she, she's, really? she's a Bubba's beast bakery? in the kitchen. Uh, it's going to be Tiny Treats. Tiny, tiny Treats. Tiny Treats, Big Catering. That's amazing. Yeah, nice. you know, how old's your son? My son is fourteen months. He's a hammer. Oh. He's a hammer, bro. Really? Like you, you say, oh, like no, he will headbutt your kneecap. This morning, <laughs> this morning, I, I felt him like playing with my face, grabbing on my ears, grabbing on my nose, and I'm just kind of like shaking it off. I gotta go to practice, and then I, I kind of peek open, and he's mid headbutt. He's like about to headbutt me and I slide off and it just woof just hits my shoulder and I'm just like you can't. he's a hammer he's gonna be a stud what's his name Dream 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 with a J nice Jesse Dream Jenkins the four Dream with a J like like J- Django J-R-E-A-M oh Dream Dream, Dream. yeah okay. no, no, no D in it no uh, D at all <laughs> we just did something different I'm a Jesse Jenkins the third we decided to make him Jesse Jenkins the fourth but he'll go by Dream T-Rex has four kids yeah yeah that's a hassle, bro. That's, I know. That's a hassle. My no oldest just graduated from. Yeah. What happened to your ear, by the way? Well, uh, nothing. It's probably just this. The headphones, probably. Yeah. Oh, headphones. Like, oh, you got the same thing. Oh, great. Uh, <laughs> my oldest just graduated from Wesleyan. Okay. Yeah. So she's Virginia tw- Wesleyan. Or yeah, Virginia Wesleyan. Yeah, she's twenty-two. I'm from Virginia Beach. Okay. Yep. Down in Mount Trashmore. Yep. How did you know he was the highlight kid? By the way. I I just know. He's like, what are you, eleven and two? I. I'm nine and two, but you gave me an extra win. Oh, and the you ten and two. Really? I'll take it. Nine and two, but yes, I will Frankfurt, be eleven Germany. and two. Frankfurt, Germany. Frankfurt, Germany is in your past. Yes, sir. I was born in Frankfurt, Germany. My man did some research. Dog. You <laughs> yeah, got to do the homework. Crazy. You got to do the homework. I come sit at the table. You got to do the homework. So I- <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Now, did yeah. you guys sponsor him back in the day or no? Were you thinking about it? No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh, he used to he used to run a t-shirt company. Oh yeah, and they sponsored Cormier and the Korean Zombie. Yeah. It, was a, it was no joke. <laughs> yeah, it was. A, so time. anyway, listen, guys, uh, where are you going to be this weekend? Uh, home. <laughs> Trying to give no some shows coming up. Not this weekend. Uh, this weekend? No. Uh, I might call Terry. Right. Let's see what's going on down at the. Where are you? I'm at the, uh, tonight. I'm at Flappers. Tomorrow night, I'm at the Ice House. Saturday, I think I'm at the Haha. Next week, I will be in Naples at Off the Hook Comedy Club uh, in Naples, Naples, Florida. Florida. Off the hook. I'll be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And in August, I'm in Calgary. And uh, I'm shooting a movie uh, called Gun with Buster Rhymes and Layla Ali. Really? And the dad from the Wonder Years uh, is in the movie as well. I got a part as a boxing announcer. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty big part. And nice. then uh, and then I got a, a, I got a TV show coming out. I can't say on what network, but it's huge. And uh, so... Things right. are we good. We're supposed to hang out on that, ain't we? We're, yes, we absolutely are. When the, when the, when the cameras that? come in, I, Bubba, you'll be on. No doubt. And you, you as well. No nice. Doubt. So, I'll never go to another show if you send me up. It, it, it's good. <laughs> thank you, everybody. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you for Sideshow. It's so nice to be back here. 
Uh, Sean, thank you for everything. Guy Smiley. Good uh, to see you again, man. Uh, Sean beat cancer. <laughs> How fucking cool is that? He had cancer and he oh, beat wow. it. Really? Man. Congrats, yes. man. That's he's, big. He's a it fucking. Was, it was benign, obviously. No, it was. He, he, yeah, he had cancer, cancer. That's and a he big fucking, fight, bro. He bit, really? I, 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 yeah, I knew he was in bad shape because he was actually smiling. <laughs> I, I was, the, the only time I seen him smile was he had cancer. I'm like, great, this guy's fucked around. This guy's Never give up. But Never, we, ever give up. But we had a show for him and everything. <laughs> we had a show for him at the improv. His really? wife is hot. This fucker's got a hot wife. He he has a hot wife. That, that's when I'm like everybody's you know slipping, but you. I lost faith. I don't know if I was more upset that you had cancer, or you had a hot wife. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so Sean beat cancer. That's our awesome. Fucking, man. Our fucking producer beat cancer. So guys, uh, follow us MMA Roasted at MMA Roasted uh, AdamHunter.com. See my whole schedule. Thank you so much. Take care and have Laters. a good day.